some great questions. So do you do research for your writing? Uh, research for my writing? I do. Um, sometimes it can be very odd research. It's just whatever I happen to need to know. For Legend, it was set in Los Angeles because I live in Los Angeles and that's like cheap research. <laughs> so I could, you know, I could just drive around my city and look at downtown and how the streets are laid out. Uh, I did some really weird research for Legend. I feel like I might be on the FBI's list. <laughs> I'm sure they, they've got their eye on me because of the stuff I Google. Because, it, especially Dave being a criminal, um, you end up looking up stuff like top assassinations in history and can you survive jumping out of a four story building? Um, <laughs> you know, things like that. That you're like, how do you make, can you make something that's dangerous with a paper clip and a pile of blood? You know, things like that. So, um, so there were some weird research items, but, but yeah, I do have to do a lot of research when I'm writing. And one more question. So, um, other than just writing for young readers, do you do writing for adults? I, uh, not yet. But, yeah. But I, I mean, it's open, open but. You, you're open. So, yeah. so, can you tell what's the difference between writing for adults and writing for young readers? There, you know, the main, di the technical difference is writing for young adults means that your novel has to be about a teenager who is experiencing teenagehood right now. So for example, there are novels that are adult novels written about teenagers, but they're like adults reflecting back on being a teenager. So they're being told like the cynicism of being an adult, and that makes it an adult novel. For a young adult novel, it, you have to be like in the here and the now. Like I am a young adult, and I'm experiencing everything right now. This is what my life is like, uh, and and I feel like young adult novels have to be about the journey from being a child, stepping into adulthood. So at the beginning of the story, you start off as a child, and by the end, you have taken a step into adulthood. I think that's what separates adult novels and young adult novels. Um, I think young adult novels are very, very challenging to write because um, young, younger readers just don't have time. They just they, they do not have time for you to joke around. Like, they're like, just, you have to get to the point. If you can't catch their attention in two pages, you're done. So um, I think that's fun and very challenging. And uh, yeah, and I, and I think it, you know, the books that you read as a young adult tend to stay with you forever and no other new books can come into that space. There's like a golden space for all the books I read as a kid. Um, and I think it's, it's a privilege to write for young people because you get to be in that circle, you know, if you, if you write something that you like. So, um, so it's fun to be in, in, uh, in the young adult genre. So do you agree that young, young people here should start writing now? Or, you know, for... Yeah, yeah, if it's something that you like, by all means, I mean, there's no age limit for becoming a writer. I mean, I think the youngest I ever heard about was like a 12-year-old had gotten published. It can happen at any age. So, um, yeah, go for it. And any advice for young readers? I'm going to be young, so any advice for young readers start writing? Advice for young uh, writers. So I'm thinking back now about when I was starting out. You have to let yourself write something bad. Uh, I think this is a really hard lesson to learn at first because when you start writing, you want it to be perfect. And 
it's kind of at that stage where you, you write it and you have this perfect vision in your head. And when you put it down on paper, it doesn't look like the perfect vision in your head. So you stop and then you go back and try to make it perfect. So you get stuck in this cycle of writing like 50 pages of a story, like three chapters, and then you go back and go over it and over it and over it, and you never finish the story. So it's kind of like just turning your wheels in the mud. I used to do that a lot. I have, I don't know how many, 50-page stories that I never finished because I wanted to make it perfect. And you have to just tell yourself, you, you're, it's not going to be perfect. It's okay, because you're just starting out. And the only way for you to make it perfect is if you finish your story. I think that's the most important thing a young writer can learn. Uh, you have to be able to know what it's like to write something that's 80,000 words long. How do you take a story from beginning to end? It doesn't matter if it's just crap. It can be anything or it's okay. Because it's going to be cut no matter what, because you just started. Um, but that's the only way to get it out. So eventually, you know, you write enough words that are bad, eventually you start getting to the good stuff. Uh, I think the general rule of thumb is you write half a million words before you get to the point where those words are good. So you have to let yourself be bad at it. That's okay. Once you get it on the page, then you can work on making it good. But you can't work with nothing. So, uh, finish story. You know, that's I think that's way more important than making it perfect. Okay. And just to add to that, well, it was the very fact of you getting so many rejected letters mm -hmm. that just almost, as a writer, prompts you to keep on going because you say, okay, it's one thing if one person rejects me, but if hundreds of them. I'm on to something here. <laughs> you know, I gotta keep on going. And yeah. this is how I think writers make their work good by the sheer practice of it over and again. But there's another aspect to that, which is having fresh eyes look on your work. Mm -hmm. Because I think the danger is if you work in isolation, as most writers do, yes. you never know what your work is really like. Mm -hmm. Who in your opinion, besides your agent, gave you the best perspective on your work when you showed it to them? Um, that's a really great point. And you can't write in total isolation, you just can't learn that way, because you're just too close to your work. And when I first started writing, I didn't have a lot of friends who were interested in writing. My best friend was also interested in writing, so I ran a lot of my work by her. It was, it was really good to get her feedback. Um, it was also really helpful at the time, like, this was before social media was a big thing. So I was mostly going on forums, like old school writers forums, uh, where people would critique your pages, and uh, you would critique their pages in return, and that helped me a lot as well. Uh, and just the fact of sending your work to agents and getting rejections back is helpful, because sometimes they will write little notes for you. Uh, just like a sentence or two, but those two sentences are really helpful because they'll see things like uh, first chapter doesn't grab me, or um, get rid of the prologue, uh, everyone wants to start with the first chapter, and things like that. And those were, were very, very helpful to me as well. So they kind of came from all over. 